Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent. It is Monday, November 11th, 2019, Veterans Day. You know what? If you see a veteran and you know it's a veteran and he's in a lunch line someplace, pick up the guy or lady's lunch. Can you do that? Buy somebody a lunch. Thank somebody. Be genuine in your appreciation and your gratitude for the sacrifice and the service of others. All right. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. 317-849-2933. I don't have a lot of time for all of that stuff, even though teeth are really important, and I love Dr. Mike O'Neill. The Colts yesterday losing 16-12 to to one of the worst teams in the NFL on their home field. Inexcusable. The missed kick by Vinatieri cost them. Brian Hoyer, terrible as a backup quarterback. Uh, Eric Ebron, I got news for Eric Ebron. If you're going to mouth off during the during the week, you better damn well perform on Sunday. Because if you can't perform on Sunday, people are going to get salty with your ass as they are right now with Ebron. This is a team, when it makes mistakes, it cannot win. It's not good enough to put teams away. Nine games this season, they're five and four, and none have been decided by more than seven points in either direction. Their, their plus minus, their point differential is like plus one. This is a team that cannot make mistakes. Brian Hoyer threw three picks. Two were on him. One was on Ebron. You've got to secure the football. Whether the officials called it correctly or not, that we can debate. The other two interceptions, terrible. Late in the game, terrible clock management. You've got three timeouts. What are you doing? throwing into the end zone three straight times in that situation and then finally throwing underneath to Ebron in a place where he can't get the reception for the first down. What are you doing? I don't think that that ball was to Ebron, by the way. I think it was to Johnson. So, uh, but Hoyer, not the answer. Hoyer is going to throw it to the other guys, and the Colts cannot throw it to the other guys if they're going to win football games. I don't know whether Chad Kelly's the answer or not, but you got to be willing to find out, right? Hopefully Brissett's back this week for the Jaguars game and everything's copacetic down at Lucas Oil Stadium. But this is one that got away. The Colts right now could very easily be 8-1. and one. And if they're 8-1, and one, you feel great about them winning the AFC South and you feel great about them potentially going to the AFC Conference uh, Championship game, they're still the same team. At 5-4, and four, it's going to be a tougher road. Seven games left, you've got to win a bunch of those games. You've got to win six of those seven, and that's going to be tough because the schedule, starting right now, stiffens up a little bit. you got that game against the New Orleans Saints coming up in a few weeks. The Saints, they got rolled by the Falcons yesterday. The NFL's weird. Look, and that's something to remember, too, is that the Miami Dolphins may be terrible at 2-7. and seven, But you know what? A terrible can win on any given Sunday. That's why they called that movie Any Given Sunday. 
the Colts, they needed better out of Hoyer, and they didn't get it. You cannot try. All, all you got to do, and you see it with Brissett, is put your team in a position to win the game, and you're going to win the game. If you eliminate mistakes, we've heard this from Bob Knight a million times, victory favors the team making the fewest mistakes. And what did the Colts do yesterday? They made the most mistakes. Who do you want to see next week if not Brissett? Would you rather see Kelly or Hoyer? Because I'll tell you what, they can't win with Hoyer. I don't know whether they can win with Kelly. Maybe not. Maybe Kelly is way not ready for that uh, that deal, all right, for the responsibility of being a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't know, but I know this. He's got the arm talent. Brian Hoyer's got arm talent too, but I don't know what's up here with Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer trying to go out there and, hey, hey, hey the gunslinger, not a gunslinger. Just don't lose it. And he lost it yesterday. Vinatieri, is this the end for Adam? I don't know. But, man, you don't feel good. Like the way you used to feel with Vinatieri is, well, he's going to make it. And every once in a while he'd miss. And you're like, oh, okay. That's the way it goes. You know, wow, that was weird, right? That was the response. It, oh, here comes Adam. All right, this is three in the bank or one in the bank. Ooh, that was weird. He missed. Now he comes out on the field. And you're like, Ugh. like you're 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 hoping, not even necessarily for the Colts that he makes it. You're hoping for him that he makes it because you want him to go out. You want him to be able to go out on his own sword, right? And Adam Vinatieri has put himself in a position where we may hear something later on today or tomorrow about Adam Vinatieri that's going to be very very sad. Adam Vinatieri, the best kicker in the history of the NFL. The best. There's never been a better one. Not Jan Stinnerud, not Gary Yapremian, not any of these guys, not Morton Anderson. He is the best. And right now, he's not the best. And here's what happens as you get older, and it's hard to understand until you do. When you hit Vinatieri's age, right in your mid-40s, all of a sudden, and I can only explain this in terms of like video and in film, like videotape, you get, uh, there are 30 frames per, se- per second in most videotape. Some you can get 60, but most 30. And it looks okay. When you get a little bit older, all of a sudden it gets a little bit choppier, and it seems like you're getting about 15 frames per second. I think that that's what's happening with Adam Vinatieri. It's harder. Like hitting a baseball becomes really hard, not because of muscles, but because whatever it is with your optics. They just don't work right. And I don't think that Adam Vinatieri's are. And the difference between making and missing a field goal, infinitesimal, man. It's a millimeter this way, a millimeter that way. And Adam Vinatieri just not getting it done. And that's really two games because yesterday he makes that extra point. It's a three-point deficit. The Colts kick the field goal to force overtime, and it's a wholly different game. Game one of the season, same deal. Last week, same deal. He makes kicks. You got a chance to win. You need a kicker who can make kicks. What are the odds that the the Colts are going to be able to go out onto the street and go get a guy who's going to be better than Vinatieri? He did make a couple of field goals yesterday, by the way. Uh, the Pacers were terrific and are terrific. They've won <clears throat> what are they, six of their last seven, and it really should be seven in a row because that game in Charlotte should have been theirs last night. They beat the Magic 109-102. Domas Sabonis, terrific, 21-16. and 
Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren with 19 apiece, uh, Dougie McBuckets with 18. The Pacers playing as a team, winning as a team. And in this game, only 11 free throws were shot. That, that I, you can hardly believe that. Five shot by the Pacers. Remember the other, the other night when the Pacers lost and they were outshot at the line, uh, 42 to seven, they were like seven free throws. How do you only shoot seven free throws? What in the, what in the world is going on here? Well, they only shot five last night and their opponent only shot six. I've never heard of that. I love it. It's a great thing. Who wants to watch guys shoot free throws? Shoot a free throw. And then you're slapping hands with everybody on the floor. And then you come back to shoot another free throw. Could we stop that once and for all? No more. So I, I just get it going. Like, I, take the ball out of the bucket. Give it back to the guy. Have him shoot a second shot. Let's get the game moving. Can we be a little bit more efficient with basketball? That would be nice. The Pacers get the win. And that's the important thing. Over the weekend, Indiana gets a win over Portland State. But let's talk about IU football first. IU football was idle this weekend. So they leapfrogged everybody who lost. And so instead of being ranked 28th, 27th, something like that, they bounced up to 24th. This is the first time Indiana football has been ranked since 1994. That was a long time ago. There are literally no students at Indiana University, other than grad students. The undergrad students, none of them were alive the last time IU football was ranked. The last time they were ranked as high as 24th was a year prior to that in 1993. That was the first year I lived here. That's how long ago that was. We still lived in Chicago uh, in, in part of 1993. So, Indiana football, you better enjoy it because you got Penn State coming up. And Penn State is not going to be happy because they lost uh, at Minnesota over the weekend. And so at Happy Valley, they ain't going to be happy. And I don't think that Indiana is either. God bless. Enjoy. (laughs) But this is not going to be any fun. The week after might be fun at Memorial Stadium against Michigan. And then you go to Purdue for the old Oak and Bucket game. Indiana, they got a shot to do some special things this year. And, and that is, is a credit to Tom Allen. As critical as I've been at Tom Allen, you know what? Like, you can't, you can't complain about the guy now. Whether he gets uh, a job somewhere else or whether he, uh, he signs that extension at Indiana, he's made himself a lot of money this season. Indiana basketball, they uh, beat Portland State. This is a really interesting game. Portland State is a well-coached team. And this is a good test for Indiana. They win 85-74. They kind of had to grind it out. No Devontae Green. Uh, Fennessey, he was able to go 26 minutes. Race Thompson, I thought he was terrific. 10 points, 9 rebounds. They've got a lot of guys on this roster who can contribute, and I think they're going to have to before it's all said and done. Tomorrow night, they got North Alabama. We'll see if this kind of early run of uh, lackluster opponents can continue to bear fruit for Indiana. They need to go 7-0. and In the month of November, they've got five to go to get to 7-0. and uh, Purdue lost to Texas. And uh, Sasha Stefanovic was terrific. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, Eric Hunter Jr. was terrific. Both those guys combined to hit six of nine threes. But down the stretch, the, the advantage goes to the aggressor, right? 
and Texas was really, really aggressive down the stretch. And, uh, oh, last time to see Harbaugh is Michigan's head coach. I'm telling you, I talked to Michigan people. I, I spent part of this weekend up in Michigan. I said, what do you think about Harbaugh? Oh, love him. I can't find anybody, any Michigander, who is pissed off at Jim Harbaugh or wants Jim Harbaugh out as the head coach. Maybe Harbaugh wants out. And so that would be why there would be a change. But I don't think Michigan's going to make a change. Um, anyway, Purdue, not aggressive enough. Late in that game, they tried to hold on to win. They didn't get it done. And so Texas wins that game 70-66. to 66. Uh, Butler completely destroyed New Orleans from the tip. That game was over. I don't know whether New Orleans is terrible or whether Butler is that good, but Butler wins 79-53. Um, you had uh, Bryce Enzi with 18 and 10, two games, two double-doubles, and they've got Minnesota on Tuesday. Uh, Purdue, they have Marquette on Wednesday up at Marquette. That's going to be a tough game for the Boilermakers. We're going to learn some things about them coming up. And then this weekend, Friday night at New Pal, to me, this is the game between the two best teams in the state of Indiana. It's 5A, so that's a little bit wacky. They're playing this early in the state tournament, so that's a little bit wacky. But New Pal and Cathedral playing against each other. What is this, the regional? I think this is. This, to me, is going to be the battle to see who the best team in the state of Indiana is. Both these teams really, really good. Bill Peebles doing a great job at Cathedral. And, uh, I mean, New Pal, you know what Kyle Ralph's done. Like, Kyle Ralph is something like 90-4. and He has not lost a regular season game, period, in his time at New Pal. And he is unbelievable. At the level he's getting things done, you would think somebody else would hire him. He keeps saying, I'm not interested in any other job. And he's proving it every offseason by not answering the phone to talk about any other job. Uh, Veterans Day birthdays. 11-11, 11-11, Mike Iker, happy birthday, Max Beatty, happy birthday, Jonathan Daniel, Shannon Ray, uh, Doug Schur, happy birthday, Charles Cirque, happy birthday, Stephen Atkins, Bobby Howard, and Kelly Hook, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, sports, nothing but sports. We're going to talk about the Colts, and we'll be watching to see exactly what the outcome is going to be, what the ramifications are going to be from yesterday's loss. they got to do something. You can't continue to put this season at risk because of your kicker and because of a backup quarterback. So we'll we'll see what happens. And then Eric Ebron continues to be drama where none should exist. So this is not a dramatic roster. This is not the way they do business. We'll talk about that. 3 o'clock this afternoon, sports, nothing but sports.